Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruning. Joining me once again is Shay Dixon. Shay, how are you on this rainy Friday morning? Yeah, the rain is uh, pounding all day today, but that's going to bring some cool weather, and it's supposed to not rain on Saturday, so the spring game should be rocking. Uh, I saw that LSU put out a video and some photos of uh, with the midfield and I guess end zone and midfield will look like they have instead of the eye, they have the path logo with the state mm-hmm. of Louisiana and midfield. And then the end zone is uh, kind of a different, it's like not checkerboarded, but at the end it's got yellow uh, kind of blocks. It's like they're alternate jerseys in a way, the end zone. Yeah. Like it's, I will say, it's not a permanent thing. LSU stressed yeah. that. They're like, this is just a one time for the spring game <laughs> thing. Yeah. That's how I looked at it. Yeah. So today we're going to be going through the spring game. Uh, looking at what we're looking forward to, I guess. Uh, we've covered spring on this podcast several times, gone through injuries, done mailbags, answered a lot of questions. So uh, you brought up an idea that I loved um, that we're going to do. So if you want to lay it out for the people, um, how we're going to do it and everything. I stole this from a Bama podcast I was listening to, but it, I think it fits for us because there's not teams during the spring game. They're just going to do – Offense first defense because they're so low on bodies this spring, which we've talked about a million times. So we have picked five positions on offense, five on defense. We'll have a snake draft, picking the positions at the same time. Then after the game tomorrow, we'll tally them up. And when we do the recap pod, we'll see who wins. And I say the easiest way to determine which of our position players was better 
I guess we just go by the stats. We're not picking any O-linemen. And then whichever one was better, we get one point. Yeah, we should be able to determine it, I think. Yeah. I think we'll we leave it up to the fan, fan yeah. vote if it's a split. Yeah, if not, we'll just throw it on the board. Say who who won. And just who had the better board. team. Yeah, exactly. Um, It'll be an easy right. way for us to break down, too, kind of what we're looking for. Just because it's going to be a not-so-normal spring game. Again, I can't remember the last time they had a spring game where they didn't have two teams, so... Yeah, I've seen offense versus defense before, but it's that is interesting. Okay, <clears throat> well, the only way that I know how to pick, who, figure out who goes first in a draft is I wrote down a number one or two. If you get it right, then you go first. If you get it wrong, I go first, all right? Okay, I'll go two. You are correct. It was two. There we go. All right, Shay goes first in uh, the spring. Are we just starting at the top here? Uh, yeah, we can. I also, for those watching on YouTube, have it in a very simple Google spreadsheet to, to track, so we can do it that way. And it's nice, Shay goes first, as he's on the left side. All right. So. I will, <clears throat> excuse me, picking quarterback. Okay, so I'll take Jaden Daniels, but I do think that they will both, he and Nussmeyer will both play a good bit and get run with the first team. So I don't think I'm getting any big competitive advantage there. Uh, but I am eager to see how Jaden looks. Look, Brian Kelly said in the presser on Thursday when he was talking about the spring game and talking about Jaden Daniels, I think he played last year in about 190 pounds. He's at 210 or over 210. Now bulking up was a big part of his off season. And Kelly came out and said, look, our offense had – all the O-line there – well, not all the O-line. They had five starters out there during the spring that they like. They had all the receivers but Aaron Anderson. Both quarterbacks in Nussmeyer and Jaden were there the whole time. And Kelly sort of painted the picture that he was like, the offense should look good in the spring game. So, mm-hmm. I think both these quarterbacks. I, I don't think there's a bad pick here, but I will I got the first pick. I'll go with the starter. Daniels might – Daniels is probably the right pick because I think he might get more reps in theory. Um, but I, I'm perfectly fine taking Garrett Nussmeyer because I think Garrett Nussmeyer is going to light up the the scoreboard. I think he could he could potentially you know complete a couple of those home run balls. Now with saying that, Jaden Daniels, the emphasis for him throughout the spring has been to be more vertical, to be more aggressive down the field. So why not in a spring game, you know, display that right? If you're Jaden Daniels, if you have nothing to lose. These stats are not counting. This is not a win or lose game. Um. In theory, this is, like you said, one of the more unique uh, spring games in LSU recent history. So I think Daniels and Nussmeyer will both take take their shots down the field. Um, I've, I'm perfectly fine with taking Nussmeyer here. I you was, know um, Nussmeyer is going to throw that thing down the field yeah, in the spring Nuss, game. Nussmeyer was going was gonna to get his uh, his tosses in, let's just say. Um, so anyways. Yep, I, don't, I don't mind either pick. Yeah, good pick. All right, running back. So it's a snake. You get to go now. Trey Holly or Noah Kane? We have not heard anything about any of the other other running backs playing. So you know, as far as uh, Josh Williams being available, don't see that happening. And then obviously the Armani Goodwin and John Emery situations are separate cases, but they're not they're not going to play in this game. I'm gonna go. This is really this is tough. I'm just I'm gonna roll Trey Holly. I'm just. I'm just going to roll Trey Holly. I think Trey Holly could potentially see this as a chance to, you know, get your get get his name out there. He has a lot more to prove than Noah Kane does. Noah Kane is Noah Kane. You know, he's going to do what he does. He's a guy who can 
fit a lot of different roles for this team, but I'm going to go Trey Holly because I think maybe he can he can pop one. The state's all-time leading rusher stepping yes. right into the spring, his first spring game. Yes. Matty B's got you on the draft board, Trey Holly. Uh, okay, well, the only other option scholarship running back that will play is Noah Kane, so I'll pick Noah Kane. I look back at last year, Matty B, they really – I want to see – because they split the running back reps pretty equally and in part because guys were in and out of the lineup at different times, mm-hmm. like Josh Williams. Um, but Noah Kane finished with 75 I mean, carries, 400 yards, about 5.4 yards a carry, and 10 touchdowns. Big goal line guy, red zone guy. Yeah. I would guess they're going to do some work there. So I don't I don't mind my pick. I, uh, I'm more curious to see, Matty B, what all spring it was only – Really, Trey Holly and Noah Kane, I think, in every single practice. I'm not sure if either of them ever missed a practice. So, no other running back was ever there. Could they, uh, like, how much sort of like good grace did they garner from Frank Wilson? Like, how does that lead to more touches? Did they get like better or trusted more this spring than maybe they would have if everyone would have been there? Yeah. I mean, I would assume so. Uh, Like you said, being there, being, I'm sure. Uh, punctual on time, uh, ready to practice every time. We know what Trey Holly can do. We know what Noah Kane is as a veteran at this point. So it can't hurt showing up to work, ready to work, you know. So that's that's a good good start for them. All right, receiver, you are first. With your okay. Um, I will – do I get two picks here? No, 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 no. One, then okay. one, then one, then one. Okay, okay, okay. I was about to say, that would be unfair if I got both <laughs> top receivers, you know, if I got to choose two receivers yes. out the gate. Yes. Ooh, I really want to pick someone who's not Malik Neighbors right here, but mm-hmm. I'll... Now, do you, if when I pick, do you get to pick two times in a row? Yep. That's how the works. Okay, I got to go Malik Neighbors then. I'll go wide receiver one. Went over a thousand yards for the first time and since the 2019 season when Jefferson and Chase both did it. Um has been healthy all spring. And there's mm-hmm. no doubt there's like no debate that he is wide receiver one on this team. So I'll take it and feel good about it, despite knowing you're about to go back to back here on potentially the other two starters. I'm definitely taking so the first pick, I'm definitely taking Brian Thomas. Oh, okay. I'm gonna take Brian Thomas here. Um the question for me becomes after that. Um, Cause then you have a lot of interesting names here that I like that could potentially pop. We've, you've talked we've talked a lot about Kyron Lacey. You asked Brian Kelly that question about Kyron Lacey. Um, seems like he's coming along quite well. Chris Hilton's healthy now. Uh, then you have the freshman Kyle Parker and Jalen Brown. No Aaron Anderson, you know, I, I think this sets up really nicely. Like, I think Kyron could have a lot of catches, but I, I'm going to stick with my Garrett Nussmeyer mentality here. I think Chris Hilton catches a big, big, has a big reception in this game. So I'm going to go Chris Hilton. I like that. Um, I know I had this written down because I talked to Chris the other day um, and give you all some background here. So Chris Hilton has been on the team for two years now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he's Brian Thomas and all them's age. So uh, they all came in together. But remember, he's been hurt. He said that in year one, 
he tore his left meniscus. In year two, tore his right meniscus. And then in the middle of year two, tore his labrum. And he said quite often his shoulder pops out and he has to get it put back. But he said he's about as close to 100% as he's been since high school. So got through some surgeries, redshirted, all that. And he did say he has kind of become the deep ball threat for the team right now in practices. So I like that pick. I'm not – I'm a big Chris Hilton fan too. So, yeah. You uh, you nabbed both of them, BT and Chris Hilton, two Baton Rouge area boys who came out in the same class and, and are close buddies. And, look, if Chris Hilton has a big year for LSU, that's really, really good news because yeah. they need someone beyond this top group to step up. Um, I'm taking – yeah, I've got to go. I'm going to pick Kyron Lacey, who I think is wide receiver three right now, Th- though I do think that wide receiver is a position where they shuffle them in and out a good bit anyways, even Malik Neighbors. You know, wide receiver one was coming off the field in rotations last year. I was at the coaches clinic uh, where all the high school coaches come and listen to all the LSU coaches talk, and I talked to multiple LSU coaches there. They were just out hanging out and talking to everybody, and I won't name names, but they – should know how good these guys are. And Kyron Lacey was someone they said it took a big leap from where he was a year ago to now. And when I asked Brian Kelly about it, he said the same thing. He said, look, there were times last year where we even saw it in fall camp. Like he was dropping passes in individual drills. And it was like, oh man, come on. And it's like, you're losing your focus. And then we saw it in games. And I think that A&M game for him probably was a turning point to where it's like, all right, I'm really going to need to dial in mentally turn this around. I'm talented enough. And yeah, I've heard really good things this off season. So I feel yeah. good about Kyron Lacey. Yeah. Uh, Kyron Lacey, him and Kayshawn were the ones we saw in the fall. We were like, all right, come on. We got to start seeing this come together. And, you know, uh, Kyron, you know, had less drops, I think, than, than Kayshawn. But uh, yeah, that was something we could, we could tell in, in the fall wasn't quite right, but I feel good about that. Was there any consideration for Kyle Parker at this spot? You know, well, I think the other options would have obviously been Ibietta, Kyle Parker, and Jalen Brown. And mm-hmm. Ibietta is not a freshman like they are, but he's coming off of a freshman year yeah. where he was banged up and didn't get to play a ton. So I kind of almost pull them all together as guys I'm excited to see. Um, if I were to pick one of them from the group, it'd be tough because I think they all bring something. And again, we haven't seen enough to know like how much run they're really each going to get. Yeah. Um, but I do think deep ball wise, Jalen Brown is someone who's yeah. similar to Chris Hilton. He can take yeah. the top off a of defense. Yeah. Um, I, um, I thought about Kyle Parker for a second over Chris Hilton, maybe just because if they give him a lot of run, like in the slot or something, maybe he can have like four catches for like 30 yards or something. And that could be valuable, but anyways, all right. Tight end. Really? We only have, have two options here. I think I was going to say you got two options here. Well, they've got, uh, well, Camorian Pimpton cool. doesn't get here till the summer. And Mason Taylor, who's your starting tight end, was out all spring. So our options are Mac Markway and Jackson McGohan. I feel bad. Well, I also think Markway is only really a blocking tight end. So I'm not sure what his stats are going to look like. And I also feel bad that you've been on the McGohan train <laughs> forever. And then we get into a draft and you might not get to take him. So I'm not getting you. Uh, give me Markway. Oh, I'll wow. let you have McGohan here. Oh, nice. I'll let I you have him. Watch Mark Way's gonna have like two touchdowns and it's it's gonna come back and bite me anyways. The Midwest Mac step up for me, get a couple catches. But um, hey, look, this is another position where 
you could maybe make the case that the two guys who are not playing are going to be the two guys by the end of the year who played the most. But I think that Markway's got a real shot this year to be a blocking guy for him and help him out. I think McGohan's a year away from that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I'm taking Jackson McGohan for those for the audio listeners out there um, as a second tight end. Markway, I could see getting on the field more than the other two freshmen just because of his blocking. Yes. Now, obviously, my questions with him out of high school were his upside because obviously you can block, you know, you're going to get on the field, but to what extent? Because we saw a guy like Mason Taylor take significant strides forward as a blocker last year. And it's a lot easier, in my opinion, to teach a guy like Mason Taylor how to block than it is teach a guy like Mac Markway how to catch the ball and, I mean, be a fluid receiver. So that's my only question for Mac Markway, but that's big picture. That's like in two years. That's in, you know, next year, 2024 um, for him. But as far as 2023 goes, I think Mark, Mac Markway is a very, very viable path to being on the field um, and playing alongside Mason Taylor at times in 12 personnel packages. I, now, uh, I agree. I think Markway is going to be someone who's I'm, I'm anxious to see them both, not anxious, eager to see them both, because I think that at least we'll see with Markway kind of how far along he is blocking wise, because we haven't seen Markway didn't play as a junior or a senior in high school. So, yeah, it's been a while since we've been able to see him. But Kelly did say that both these guys are further. Actually, Denbrock said it, who is the tight ends coach. He said both guys are further along than he thought they would be coming in. So, yeah, Jackson McGohan, for those who maybe don't know or haven't read um, read up on him or watched his tape or anything. I I'm very very high on him. I think I had him number six in my in, in the class for me, like personal rankings. Uh, he is very very fast with the ball. Um, I think he has a very high upside as a receiver. Like I even thought there was a chance they could flank him out to receiver if they wanted to later in his career if they thinned him out. But he's strong, catches the ball well, very fast after the catch, and uh, I could see him potentially getting some some nice yak in this game okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes ChumbaCasino.com. No Okay, we, we're done on offense. Our All right, let's re- set now. recap the offense guys. real quick for for the listeners, uh, for the audio listeners. Shea has Jaden Daniels, Noah Kane, Malik Neighbors, Kyron Lacey, and Mac Markway. I have Garrett Nussmeyer, Trey Holly, Brian Thomas, Chris Hilton, and Jackson McGowan. All right. I feel like I've got the first team and you've got the second team, but we'll see. They're, they're <laughs> all they're all on the same team here. So you're actually, you're actually right. You're actually we will see. Okay, you. Right, I went first before, so you you get to go first now. Well, on defense. Oh yeah, because yeah, you got Markway. Okay. Uh, at the Jack position, this is a hotly contested one here. I'm going to take Ovia Gofu. Um. With that being said, I understand Ovia Gofu is in year six and does not have a lot to prove in this game. So um, I, I don't know how much he's actually going to be impacting this game, but I'm going to take Ovia Gofu. Um, 
Ouais, c'est pas grave. I think that Ovia Gofu is the starter right now. Yeah. And look, we've debated this one for a long time. I think ultimately they get into a spot where Deshaun Womack is starting at Jack and not D end. And that's just what it is. They have more D ends than they do Jacks in my mind in terms yeah. of high level guys. So I'll go with the other trail. I'm tempted to go Jackson Howard here, but I can't guarantee how much he's going to play as an early enrollee in this game behind two guys who are older than him and both transferred in and both. When we watched in individual drills, Maddie B, Ovia Gofu and Braden Swinson were the one two every mm-hmm. time. So yeah. I've got to go Swinson here. I guess I can't pick Harold Perkins here either, right? I've got no. to go Swinson. No, I will not let that fly. Not that's the ruled out. Okay. I'll go Braden. He's trying Swinson. to get he's trying he's trying to get Harold Perkins and Omar Spates somehow. Yeah, trying to lot <laughs> on the same I, team. Don't don't sleep on my linebacker picks. I'm coming yeah. with that one. Uh right. yes, right. I will go with the other transfer out of Oregon, Braden Swinson who is significantly younger too. So I think that Ovi is further along because he's the veteran. Yes. Yeah. All right. Defensive line. Okay. So we get to pick anything here. Anything. D-win, D-tackle, nose tackle. But remember, all that matter are stats here. All that matter are stats. That is correct. Who's going to get some tackles? Let me – and a reminder, Makai Wingo and Mason Smith, two of the best players on the team, are not playing in the spring game. So – Give me Ooh. I'll take Savion Jones. Okay. I'll go with that. another starter. All that. Or I need a starter. I don't have a starter yet on defense. I, I feel good about Savion starting. So the heir apparent at the Ollie Gay spot playing some D end. He's been a first team guy in the spring. We saw him in the bowl game, former five star on on three. Everyone talks about Quincy Wiggins and like, like, why is he not doing anything? You, you know, when is he going to break out? It's like, he's been here a year. Yeah. Everyone's focus should be on Savion Jones, the guy right in front of him, who's one year older and now has his chance to break through. So I'll go Savion. And yeah. I think that maybe the ends get a little more stat wise. I guess it's like flag football touch, but so they'll get some more touches in than maybe like a nose tackle would. I think that's, that's the right pick. Uh, Quincy Wiggins. Okay, I'm between Quincy Wiggins and Jacoby and Guillory because Ew, I like that. Think if you if we think about it, right? Jacoby and Guillory, inside runs, inside pressures. You know, it's easy to get sacks if you just get a hand on the quarterback, stuff like that. Um, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Wiggins. I'm gonna stick with Quincy Wiggins. I think that's the the right pick. A guy who we're excited to see show out a little bit. Uh, in this game, I'm gonna take Quincy Wiggins, but I, I'm excited to see Jacoby and Guillory, who everybody's been talking up this spring, and I think he's gonna have a good uh, game as well. That's my pick, my pick for linebackers. Um, I'm taking Harold Perkins. <laughs> All right, do it. I'm taking Harold Perkins. Um, if nothing else, because I want I want Harold Perkins on my team. So there you go. I have. I mean, I he's look in theory. In a game like this, he's going to play for the most part inside. Uh, when we talked with uh, Matt House, or was it – no, it was John Jancic, um, and someone asked him about Harold Perkins, how much he's been able to work with him. He said it was only on third downs, so on and so forth. So first and second down, we presume Harold Perkins at inside, third down him at outside slash jack, um, or at least in a pass, ru- pass rushing package for them. 
Um, so I think Harold Perkins can rack it up. I think he leads the team in tackles in this game. Ah, that's a good pick. Okay, so I almost feel like this is going to be a throwaway pick for me because I think Harold Perkins will lead in tackles and will get you the dub at the linebacker spot. Maybe that means I need to be a little bold here. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to go Greg Penn. And I, I don't, and I think Omar Spates is a starter. I think he very well could be great for them in the spring game, all that. I need to mix it up, so I'll pick the guy who led the team in tackles a year ago. Was there any uh, – This is a don't forget about me moment for Greg Penn right here. Spring game hero coming if we, out. If we, if we were picking second linebackers, who would you – so then you would pick Omar and Greg as your two? Um, yeah. Because then I'm thinking of who I would pick, and I was like, it has to be one of the Weeks brothers. It has to be a Weeks brother. And then um, I'm thinking of who, which one I would pick. I think Witt long-term, the younger one that just got to campus, is going to be the better player. But I still think that West is a very good player. Yeah. And they're both getting getting plenty of run in the spring. So I don't know who I would pick in that situation. But only one linebacker, which I think is fair for this. Um, All right, you now have the first cornerback. Okay, these are the two positions I think are toughest. Yes. Yeah. Corner. Because it's like we go to practice and it's not, it's very much, it changes. It feels like very often, very frequently. Not that it changes um, when they're scrimmaging, but we don't get to watch scrimmages. We get to watch them go out there, do their little 11 man, you know, drill to start off. And then they go individual. And it's like, sometimes it's Denver Harris. Sometimes it's Zy Alexander. Sometimes JK Johnson, but Terrence Welsh gets a lot of reps. So it's, this is very challenging for me. I'm going to try not to overthink this okay, and just pick the best player. Go ahead. I'll pick Denver Harris, but I will say that again, we haven't gotten to see full practices at all. We only saw these 20 minutes starting individual periods, but even when they did do like interception return drills, stuff like that, Denver Harris wasn't always out there with the first team. So I may be picking someone that's not even out there with the first team right away, but there's no way he doesn't play and he's healthy. And I think that, this is his first time to suit up in an LSU uniform. He'll be excited about that. I'll take I'll take Denver. Um, just are we ca- we're counting nickels with safeties, right? I would think. Uh yes. Or just pick do either. You can pick a nickel at corner or something. I don't think I'm gonna pick a nickel anyways. I was just asking. Okay. I'm not picking Sage Ryan. <laughs> no. But, okay. Um all right. Uh, like I said, I've seen Zai get a lot of reps. I've seen JK yep. get a lot of reps. I've seen LaTerrence get reps. Uh, heck, we've seen JV and Toviano get a ton of reps. Uh, yep. He could also be at safety if you want to pick him there. Uh, the guy who I think I've seen the most of and I I trust the most at this point, it's either JK or Zay. And I'm going to take JK Johnson. Yeah. Feel pretty good about that. Briefly, briefly thought about the Terrence Welsh, but I, I, I would have, I almost picked Zy Alexander for above Denver Harris. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the start of spring it was Denver and Zy at the at the one two, and then I, we went to practice a week or so ago, and it was J.K. out there with Zy, I think, and then it's just kind of been everywhere. I, I liked what I saw from J.K. in the obviously limited reps i think jk could get out there and he's experienced enough climbing playing at ohio state to where he can 
You can go in there and make some plays. You can get all I need is one interception, JK. There you go. Win me, win me this. Win this for me. Okay. Uh safety. This is the hard part because I, I think that your I think your uh man eval crush is actually the good pick here. You said my eval crush? Well, your man crush on the eval side would be a good pick here, I think. If anyone's a longtime listener, you're very high on a second-year player who actually is playing right now. Yeah, I I I really like um, Jordan Allen here, and he's been getting a lot of reps. You know, yeah, I'll take him. I'll take Jordan Allen. We don't know. We know that Major Burns and Greg Brooks are your starters at safety, but both Major Burns is out for yes. the spring game. I'm not sure if Greg Brooks will be a full go or not. So. I'm not going to pick Greg Brooks for that reason. Like, I don't want to pick someone and then him not even be out there. So I do think Greg Brooks, if he's playing, is going to be the best safety they have out there. Oh, man, this is tough. I think there's one name you should take. Well, actually, there's two. I think there's two names you should take. But I'm not going to help you out. This is tough. I'm going to go. I'm stuck between two freshmen. I'd, I want to pick Toviano. I think he's the better player. But what about Kelly? Was so, talk, Kelly was okay, talking about Ryan Yates a good bit. He was. He was. He was. I was thinking either Toviano or Sage Ryan. Oh, that's right. I can pick a nickel here. You can pick um, Sage Ryan because he'll probably play some safety I'll, too. I'll pick, I'll pick Sage. But I was very very tempted to pick Toviano just because I think he'll be out there at corner, safety, whatever. He'll get some run. And then I also think, or it seems to be a fact, that um, Ryan Yates, the true freshman out of Denton Geyer, has been playing a lot with those safeties hurt. So yeah, he may be getting some stats, but I'll get Ryan because I think he'll play nickel and safety in this game. Yeah. If we were doing a second DB, I would pick Toviano with the next pick. I did see uh, – well, what happens if we're 5-5? Five, five? We need a tiebreaker here. I've got a tiebreaker for us. Hold on. Let me see okay. what I tweeted the yeah, other day. Well, well, um, okay, I was going to figure out something with the kickers. But... Um, yeah, there's only two options there, though. So then, what, like, who makes more feel – Who? No, who, no, I was going to say – I was going to say – I was going to say, like, over-under – one and a half misses. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, all right. What about this? Go ahead. I don't – well, I know they're going to do a special teams period. I don't know that – what that really means in terms of, like, the return game. Like, I don't know if we could be uh, – John Jancic, we met with the special teams coordinator the other day, and he said that his return men right now, the main ones have been Greg Clayton, Kyle Parker, Sage Ryan, and Noah Kane. But I don't really know what they would do in the spring game other than just, like, punt it to him and catch it. All right, how about this? Will there be a dropped return at any point? Over under .5. <laughs> Yeah, but then we both have to – one has to take the other. I don't know. What's a better th- – let's think here. Let's really put our heads together. Maybe someone's out there screaming at their phone yes. or car saying there's an easy easy solution here. Um, How about this? We just go tiebreaker. 
We just go tiebreaker, whichever one of our quarterbacks throws more interceptions is the loser. That's a bold strategy by you. I've got the conservative <laughs> one. We've got the gunslinger. Hey, Daniels is gonna Daniels is gonna come out throwing the ball down the field and he's gonna get picked off twice. There you go. Okay, we'll settle on that then. Okay. If we run into it. All right. Did we have any gl- who's glaringly missing? I guess maybe like Omar Spates that neither of yeah, us Omar took in would be a glaring miss. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking a I only took Greg Penn because I'm a Greg Penn fan. Um yeah, uh, Omar Spates. Um he he's kinda like how I picked Ovia Gofu and I was like, I don't think it's gonna he's gonna get a ton of reps, but I think he could be the starter, so that matters. Um when you get veterans like that that are in your five, six, heck, is Ovi in year six or seven? Six, right? Um, you know, I, they don't have a lot to prove in this game. I just think it's gonna be pretty simple straightforward for them. Um Real quick to recap the defense for those listening, Braden uh, Shea has Braden Swinson, Savion Jones, Greg Penn, Denver Harrison, Sage Ryan. I have Ovia Gofu, Quincy Wiggins, Harold Perkins, J.K. Johnson, and Jordan Allen. So again, this was not a draft of who could build the better team because Shea has done that. This is who's going to perform better in the spring game. So I'm interested. I'm excited. All right. All right I like the squads. All right. Sounds good. We'll be in the um, press box together, so this will be a live uh, back and forth here. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how it goes. We'll we'll keep the tabs uh, in in the thread whenever we post the the podcast. We'll keep tabs on it and everything like that uh, in our message board. Uh, anything else? Any other news before the spring game? That's uh, um. I think it's at one o'clock tomorrow for anyone who's wanting to watch. Yep. One o'clock SEC, on SEC SEC Network. Plus, I believe is where it's uh, streaming at. Oh so yeah. At home. Doesn't get to make it to the game. Yeah. I, I just, uh, it's not going to be on SEC network, I guess. Cause baseball, baseball will be all over that. Yes. There's obviously going to be a lot of baseball this weekend. Let me just double. I, I do believe it is at one o'clock though. I believe it is too. That's what I was. Let's see. Um, 1 p.m. in Tiger Stadium. Um, it's offense first defense, and then the scrimmage will also feature special teams work. Uh, and if you show up to the game, you get a free L Club poster and a roster card if you feel like going out there and watching. It's supposed to not rain either, so that'll be nice. But, yeah. um, yes, for those uh, that have not looked it up, 7 a.m. campus opens with parking lots. 11 a.m. they'll have an L Club, L Club tailgate uh, by the PMAC. At noon, gates open at Tiger Stadium. At 12.50, the band will perform. And at 1, they'll start things off. So that's the breakdown. All right. Should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, That's it. That's all we got. Here's one more look at the rosters for those watching. Um, We'll see who wins and who loses. Um, I don't think we're not going to have a punishment attached to it. Last time I did a punishment, I ended up eating a hot chip and... Oh, but that was not on ours. That was for North Texas or something, that was right? Not on. That was not LSU. Okay. That did not go well for you. It was worst decision. I, I don't wish that upon anybody. Nobody should eat this. Where, no, don't do this. Was I this one you this. Okay, you got you kept the box just for. Of course. For if memories. I'm put myself through that. I'm keeping the box. It was. It's what actually it right say? here. What is it called? 
I don't know. I don't want to promote this. That's the Pocky One Chip Challenge. Okay, so there's not like a flavor. It's just hot. no. They come out with a different one every year. This one is a uh, Reaper Pepper and Scorpion Pepper. It says it right there. All right. Yeah, don't I've do never done that. Don't do it. Don't do it. If y'all been paying attention, it's actually been right there the whole time on the podcast. Wow, that looks like a credential I never saw. Yeah, it's been there for like the past like two months. But I just I've had it there. So Oh, you added uh you've got some new background, Maddie B for those oh, who yeah. watch on YouTube. He's got his uh women's final four advocate up. Yep, shout out the advocate. Got that one. Um nothing else really changed over here, I don't think. These are all from the fun the women's final four one. So that that was cool. Yeah, when you get into final four and national championship stuff, they give you the credentials are very heavy duty. They're like yes. <laughs> professionally done yes exactly exactly so yeah that's all that's new with my my wall so all right that's it we'll uh leave it there um we'll have a post spring game reaction podcast as well going up either whenever saturday night sunday morning whenever it is um so be on the lookout for that as well leave us a like comment share and subscribe to the youtube channel if you haven't already we greatly appreciate it um so also become a member to the Bengal Tiger on three. Um, I believe we're still running the four months for $10, Shay. Yes, it'll run through Sunday evening. So if you are not a member of the Bengal Tiger yet, um, four bucks or 10 bucks for four months is not a bad deal. Carries you all the way into football season. So yep. all the recruiting. And Billy just dropped a bunch of tidbits on the D-line coaching search. Uh, you had some stuff on women's basketball hosting a number of transfers, including Haley Van Lith. So busy month. We've got recruiting visitor list going up today for the spring game. LSU's expected to get at least one commitment at the spring game. So jam-packed. Yes. Join jam the site. Packed. Jam-packed. Join the site uh, on the women's basketball front. What I said was going to happen on Wednesday or what we heard was going to happen on uh, actually happened now. And he's tomorrow's top threes out. So yeah, all the good stuff, all the goodies in, in there. Uh, subscribe for $10 for four months. Um, yeah, become a subscriber, join the message board, all that stuff. So, yeah, thank you all for joining us, and we will talk to you all later. Peace. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if you're first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700.
1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.